0: Hey girls, it's Jody here and I want to tell you about our extra special promotion this month. The Ultimate Confidence Course for Women is going to temporarily close in December so we can revamp and relaunch it in 2021, which will include a price increase. So if you're ready to take your confidence to the next level and start 2021 on a high, then this incredible offer is for you. For November only, we're offering $100 off our course plus coaching package, which means you'll get the entire course plus two coaching sessions with me and lifetime access to this course and the new one. Go to the course page at risewomen.com to take advantage of this unbelievable offer. Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hello, and welcome back to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. I'm Jodie Bruce-Clark from Rise Women, and we are thrilled that you are here today we hope you've been enjoying these episodes as much as we love creating them and before we get started today i just want to quickly say a really big thank you to everyone who's liked and shared and commented and subscribed or reviewed our podcast Anastasia and I are just so excited every time we get any sort of feedback about this podcast and every little thing you do as listeners gets us one step closer to our end goal, which is to make confidence every woman's new normal. And as always, I'm so happy that Anastasia has joined us on the podcast today uh, to share her experience and insights with us. So welcome, Anastasia.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be back here. I love doing these podcasts. It's I know. So great.
0: And we haven't done one
1: together for a while. No, been it has doing been a so while. So
0: many interviews, which has just been, oh my goodness, the feedback and inspiration has just been we love amazing on to so, so many different women. Oh, don't we? so many different topics. But yep. anyway, it's good. Yes. But today, today's topic is one that we've actually had lots of requests for. Yes, and we it's have. a topic that. Look, it's, it's a really integral part of any one-to-one coaching that I do. So today, we'll be talking about four techniques that you can use to stay motivated and on track to whenever, when you're starting to implement any sort of action towards your goals that you want to achieve, no matter how big or small they might be, these techniques will apply to them all all of them. So we often speak with women who really struggle with staying confident whilst dealing with change. They lose motivation and focus and then it really takes something to get it back. And I see it all the time with my coaching clients and the women in our course. They know they want to make a change or achieve something, they're ready for it and they get started. But then they lose all momentum when things get difficult or, overwhelming as they do or they're just not seeing the results fast enough. Well, the first thing I want to be really clear on is this, the lack of motivation and the loss of focus is totally normal. We all experience it and it's really not unique to you if you do also feel feel this way when you're heading towards your goals. The difference between the people who let it stop them And the people who continue to just get things done is that they have learned tips, tricks, and techniques to manage it and move past this you know, feeling or lack of motivation and just get back into action.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's actually got nothing to do with whether you're feeling it or not, no, right? Um, it's how you deal with it. Absolutely. So the women who can move through this like slow period are the ones who have a system in place basically and techniques that they can call on to manage a lack of motivation and a lack of focus. Uh, and more importantly, they know to expect it. yeah, so they're actually not shocked when they start to experience these feelings. You know, they don't take it as a personal failing. No, um, it's part of the system and and part of the system that they then have to put into place is to anticipate these moments of low motivation and low focus and recognize them as being part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, And once they've accepted that these periods really are part of the process, then they're less likely to allow them to stop them in their tracks because they're actually ready for them, right? Yeah. Um, You know, they know they're coming, they're prepared to deal with it, they know what they have to do to move past it. And then once they recognize that, then they can move on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's right. And, you know, this this is the key to moving through these times of low motivation, no inspiration as we get and a lack of focus. But, you know, there are also a few really great techniques that you can put into action and into place to specifically deal with these moments. And that's what we're talking about today. You know, as you said, if you're anticipating them and expect them just to be as part of the process then having these tools and techniques ready to go or built into the process makes it so much more easier yeah. easier to
1: deal with when they do come up. Well you're equipped, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what to do. You're not left kind of floundering and trying to figure out how to manage it no. on the spot because no. when you're in overwhelm, you're less likely to think clearly. Yeah, or thinking there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Never Whereas if wrong. you're prepared, <laughs> no, there isn't. No. And if you're prepared and you know it's coming, then um you can call on these techniques because you recognize it and you literally go, oh, oh, here's that, you know, moment of I can see my motivation is going right, what do I need to do to get yeah, it back?
0: Exactly. Yeah, So to start with, my first trick to staying motivated and on track and I'll tell you probably the most important one Absolutely. is to create some sort of accountability. Like you need an accountability system if you really want to stay on track because we know we all tend to give ourselves loopholes and escape routes whenever change starts to take place and the going gets tough. Yeah, those it,
1: tunnel systems that yeah, we create underground. I know, I know. Oh, there's an out and yeah. then we take it if Taking we the out, taking yeah. the excuses.
0: You know, it's so much easier to like reword your goal or convince yourself that you really didn't want to do it in the first place Yeah, if you have no one to be accountable to. Accountability is the key and changes everything because – Once you say something out loud, it becomes real and once you say something out loud and to someone else and have someone else to answer to, then that's when your motivation really kicks in and, you know, this is one of the reasons why the coaching relationship works so well because it gives you like an end goal to work towards and you know that someone as in your coach will be there asking you about it every single session. Yep. So, you know, I personally use this, this technique of accountability all the time. And that's actually how I lost a lot of weight. Oh, my God, way back in 2001, uh, I lost 15 kilos and because nothing else, when nothing, nothing else was motivating me to get, you know, to get the weight off. I knew I had to make a change. I'd reached a real turning point and a frustration point in my life but i was struggling with motivation and focus and you know what i had tried lots of things before that just hadn't hadn't really worked and then i decided to join weight watchers and i made a deal with myself not to leave until i received my lifetime member badge that's so that's a big commitment i don't think in those i don't think it they do fancy. lifetime member badges anymore but they did in those days do you still have one I've still got my badge, absolutely. Excellent. (laughs) Absolutely. I did because I did get it. Yeah. But I made that deal with myself and I built accountability into into this process. So there was accountability that you had to get on the scale each week. I had to keep turning up, pay my weekly session fee or my weekly meeting fee. And I had to turn up. So there were weeks where I hadn't lost any weight or I'd been cheating the system a bit. And but I you still enf- had to rock up. I had to rock up. Yeah. And I you know, I made, that was the deal I made with myself. I'm not leaving until I got that badge. <laughs> so some weeks, sometimes many weeks in a row, I had to wait rock up, get on the scale, no weight loss. And I would have to say to myself, Oh well, you'll be back here next week <laughs> to do the same thing, right? Yeah. And you know, that's you go through plateaus. So but how else I built accountability into this is I told people around me what I was doing and yep. I asked them to ask me how I was going with it when they saw me. Fair enough. Right? Another level of accountability because I knew that I wasn't just a deal with myself. Yep. I'd made a deal now with other people that I knew were going to ask me about how –
1: The process was going. Well, I guess you have to answer those questions, right? So if they're saying how you're going, the last thing you want to say is really bad. I've
0: quit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You
1: want to be able to say it's going great.
0: I've built another level of accountability, and I told them that my deal was that I wasn't leaving until I got the badge. So I was. Really giving myself another level of accountability. And really clear end goals, right? And really clear end goals. And let me tell you, that freaking badge (laughs) (laughs) took me seven months to get, but it kept me focused on reaching that goal and kept me accountable to keep going until I achieved it. And I did. I just was relentless because I had had got to that point in my life where I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be at this point anymore i was getting things were getting worse and you know what but actually doing it over the seven months created a system which we're going to talk about soon as well that that i had over seven months i'd changed
1: my I whole changed eating yeah. life.
0: i'd changed my whole way of eating my whole ex- exercise i'd changed my life it wasn't a short term you know and your mentality lip.
1: around things right that's
0: right yeah so it worked but it was there definitely accountability
1: that supported that yeah that oh, i can second that i mean i i have a similar story i lost some weight a few years ago as well and it is along the same lines but of course it applies to any goal that you you set your mind yeah. to um but i tried to do it a hundred times on my own you try different diets you try different things you, you know you go night. oh yeah. my mindset is i'm gonna have smoothies every morning it just no, doesn't no. happen <laughs> um and you know you always have the best intentions you wash
0: up the smoothies Thing yeah. four, four times and you're like, well, this is ridiculous. Yes, this is
1: boring. I don't <laughs> want to do it anymore. Uh, but it wasn't actually until I joined a program where I was assigned a mentor. Yeah. That's when I actually made a positive change and achieved what I wanted because they helped me keep on track, which was great. I had to touch base with them every single day, every wow. single morning. Yeah. I had to touch base with this mentor. So the reality was I wasn't actually given the time or the space to lose motivation Uh, Because my mentor had my back but they were supporting me all the time and I knew that I was accountable to them every step of the way and it made such a difference because I didn't want to let her down and I also didn't want to let myself down. I didn't want to have to report into her in the morning and say nothing today. Um, Which sometimes I did. Sometimes I knew that I would report into them and say I had no luck. You know, yesterday was a fail, whatever. But the fact that I knew I was going back tomorrow one step at a time made a big difference.
0: We didn't give up at that point just because there was a – Blip a or a challenge or a step, yeah, a blip yeah, on the yeah. on the horizon. It just kept you going,
1: exactly. And like and I standing stuck with on the our scales plan. for six weeks at a time, losing no weight. It's right? Like, oh, it, okay. demotivating. are well, just going
0: to come back next week, <laughs> exactly. And and
1: if you know you have that accountability system in place, it changes everything. It does. Um I stuck with our plan because there was no way not to stick with it. And then as the wins start coming through because you're being consistent and, you know, the number on the scale starts dropping, my confidence starts increasing, then the motivation just exponentially grew because those wins is what, you know, gets that motivation and that confidence to keep going. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And you know what, you can build accountability into a goal in so many different ways. This is, as I said, this is, this is a key part apart from being in a coach, in the coaching relationship and me asking, but you know, as part of the coaching process or when I'm working with clients, we always look at level, different levels of accountability and what systems yeah. they can create to, to keep themselves on track. So I worked with a client who, um was really trying to she was in in, um a business world uh sorry corporate world as part of you know worked in a business and she really wanted to start stepping up and taking more leadership roles but was was you know sort of not was waiting till she was ready was waiting till this time when she thought she was ready yeah so which was Probably the, the moment you think you're ready probably never really comes. You've no. sort of got to jump in a little bit before.
1: Yeah, because as women, we know we like to overthink things. Yes, so absolutely. just when we think we're ready, something absolutely. else pops in and goes, have you thought about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: what she did was to build accountability in was she went and told her manager that at the next monthly meeting, the team yeah. meeting, she wanted to present the fi- the monthly figures Uh at the meeting. So, again, she was waiting till she was ready, which was never going to come. Yeah. But the accountability of telling her boss that she would do it made her accountable. That She didn't have she, a choice anymore. That's right. But it got her into action and made sure that she stuck to what she'd said. She knew that at that, you know, on that Tuesday yeah. in three weeks' time, she was presenting those those yeah, figures. Yeah, you can't pull out anymore. So – you know, which is, you know, I, I sort of did that years ago too. You know, I volunteered to do presentations to start, you know, being a being a speaker. Yeah. I just put my hand up and volunteered to do presentations well before I felt ready to do them. But it was that accountability that I created by putting my hand up and people said, yeah, yeah, you can speak at the next meeting or the next, you know, this conference. We'd love you to come. Well, that made me get ready and into action, right? Yeah. So, it's that level of accountability, sometimes putting yourself, you know, sort of saying and committing to doing something. Um, and putting then, yourself out there. Yeah, and knowing yeah. that you you have to carry through with that. Yeah. I also had a client who got really, she got really stressed and overwhelmed. She was, she was a, a sort of a catastrophe thinking, yeah. thinker, we call them, Um and you know she always we're trying to work on her mindset and help her th- change her thoughts, but she always would go to in stressful and si- in stressful situations she'd always go to the worst
1: worst case scenario worst case scenario. Yeah.
0: And then she just then she had to move house. That's pretty so stressful. We already established she knew this was going to be a real test on her. Yeah. So one of the accountability things she did was actually. She told her husband what we'd been, what the work we'd been doing, yeah, and told him that he could pull her up every time her emotions started getting out of control through this moving house process, which she knew was going to be a big challenge. Because she likes to be in control, and you know all those sorts of things, yeah. But you know, it made a big difference to her. So after the fact, that you know, she moved house and survived, and you know, it all went well. But she said just the fact that she had told her husband increased her awareness around this and actually helped her put her own strategies into place before the emotions got out of hand. Fair enough. Like she just said it, just just knowing that she'd given her husband permission to pull her up was enough to make her accountable for her own emotional response so even and
1: it's a way of keeping control of the situation right. right because it's not him nagging at her going calm down and relax yeah, yeah. no woman wants to be told to relax no, that's when no. you go off the edge <laughs> um but she'd taken control of the situation and just gone when you see me getting to this point i want you to help me do something about it Absolutely. and the fact that she knew that he would get helps her put into place these processes where she's thinking I don't want to get to that point. I no, don't want to get right. to the point where he's calling me on this. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's But awesome. because
0: somebody else knew in the world yep. what she was committed to. She made it real. She made that accountability, it. made it real. And you know what? I personally knew that – you know, years ago, I would never really commit to building this business while I still had paid part-time work. Yep. So, you know, you, I remember. you remember this as one day I just decided to resign and it forced a level of accountability and focus on the business. So, yep. there's lots of different ways you can build in accountability to to your goals and one of the biggest ways is money. Yep.
1: Because <laughs> we feel it. We money really feel it. <laughs> makes a
0: huge difference with the levels of accountability. Yeah. So I'll give you some examples. I was once at a seminar and uh, a man explained that he decided he wanted to stop drinking alcohol. Right. Okay. There was lots of there's lots of a story behind that behind that. It was not doing him his life any good service now. Right. Causing problems, but he decided he was going to stop drinking alcohol. Which is easy to do, right? Until you find a beer in front of you when you're at the pub with your mates. So what he did to create accountability is he told every single one of his friends that he was giving up alcohol and that if they saw him with a drink of alcohol ever again, he would give them $1,000 and donate $4,000 to their favorite charity right? That's got to hurt.
1: He it's never a touched a drop of alcohol
0: again. Well, at the <laughs> point he was telling us about it, he never, he hadn't. Yeah, Because he'd upped the stakes on what it meant to have a drink and he made himself financially accountable to his friends, right? Yep. Now, if it says, I'll give you a dollar and five dollars, well, maybe not, right? That's not doesn't the doesn't hurt as much. It's got to hurt, right? Yeah. It's got to be something that you is going to make you up the cost of what what it's gonna like, you know, so let's say if you want to give up chocolate eating chocolate every I, night I and don't I have give thought up chocolate. <laughs> I have thought about this, but I'm I haven't actually made myself accountable yet. Yeah, yeah. Because no. I've thought about giving up chocolate after dinner every Do you
1: really want to?
0: And then I think I'm not gonna tell anyone though, I'm just gonna try and do it, never do. <laughs> but I was thinking about this when I was preparing for this podcast. If I told my children that I would give them $50 each every time they saw me eating chocolate. I think that would be a big enough cost for me not to eat
1: chocolate. Yeah, because we know kids will hound you oh, they will. until they get they that fifty dollar note right? in their
0: hand. So if you want to do things like that, up the stakes yeah. with money, like money will increase the cost, like literally, yep. of you breaking your word, so that the cost of doing it completely outweighs the benefit. Right. Yeah. So these are again techniques you can do if you're if you're ready to face it, committed to make accountability and you will achieve your goals if the cost is big enough now the other cost that you can create is also a level of social pain so i don't know if you've heard about this the story of the man that was addicted to soft drinks did you see this no so just recently so he created a tiktok video yeah stating to the world that he was going to give up fizzy drinks as he called them right soft drinks he he was drinking too much not not uh, he wasn't drinking fizzy mineral water let me tell you about it. okay <laughs> it was coke <laughs> so each day he posted a video stating that he would not have any that he didn't if that he did not have any fizzy drinks that day right. and then how many days in total he'd gone without a drop of fizzy drinks and he ended up having such a huge following on the social media on social media yeah that the social cost of disappointing everyone and having to say on his nightly video that he had had a fiz- like he'd drunk a fizzy drink or a soft drink that day yeah. was far greater than his desire to break his promise. So, you know, a okay. social pain, even again when you tell people, you go on to yeah. Facebook and say this is what we're doing and whatever. Everyone knows. You know everyone's watching. Yeah. You create a level of social pain that you're going to be you're gonna break your word in front of these people. Now you've got to be courageous to do some of these, right? Yeah, I get that. I promise. Yeah. I don't have fifty dollars to give both of my children every time I'm gonna put a Malteser in my mouth. I promise you that. <laughs> However, if I'm serious and I'm really gonna take this on, yeah. there I know that there are ways to make it that I will not yeah. I will not touch. And I guess it's relative to the
1: goal, right? And and yeah. and the the importance of the goal in your life and how much it will cost you to not achieve that goal. That's right. There are some goals that are so much bigger than others, which means the cost will be so much bigger. That's right. right. That's uh, right. Yeah, I hadn't heard of this one, but I think it sounds like a really, really great way to create accountability. Um, and I think the key is the fact that he did it one day at a time, right? Yes. So that's probably one of the main reasons why he was actually able to achieve this goal. I mean, imagine swearing off fizzy drinks, for life. Mm. Like that is a massive call to make to just wake up one day and say I'm never going to have another fizzy drink in my entire life. Yeah, well he was drinking liters of the stuff as yeah, well. He terrible. It was terrible. But that's almost an addiction, right? Yeah, and a lot of is. things that we do in our lives, yeah. that the habits that we create and and these pleasures that we have, they do almost become maybe not serious addictions, but they do become something that we're yeah. used to doing. Yeah. Um so swearing off something one day at a time is so much more achievable than, you know, just cold turkey. Yeah. Um, and this actually leads us to our second technique on how to stay motivated and on track, which is you need to break your goals into smaller achievable parts so you can actually get wins on the board regularly. Yeah, um, This one is so important, especially when sometimes our goals appear so large or so distant that they just seem unattainable, right? Mm. So, say you want to lose 10 kilos or you want to save $10,000 or, I don't know, complete a project that you've been working on for ages the end goal can seem pretty scary and all the steps that you need to get there can just seem so overwhelming and so unachievable. Um, and this is often where so many people's motivation and focus tends to disappear. Mm. You just get bogged down in all the detail yes. and it's just too much. Yeah, There's too much to focus on. There are too many moving parts to be motivated about. Uh, and that's where you lose your way, right? Yeah. But If you break your goal down into smaller bite-sized chunks, then all of a sudden it's not as scary. And you're really more likely to experience wins and achievements regularly if the goals are smaller and just more attainable. You know, each small step, each small win will get you one step closer to your end goal. But the beauty of this process is by focusing only on the very next step and working on achieving that, you don't actually get overwhelmed by the big picture or the really large end goal. Mm -hmm. So one step at a time is actually what will get you there. And before you know it, your larger goal has been achieved and you kind of almost didn't see it coming because you did it bit by bit.
0: Absolutely. Like when we we tried to – well, when we first started looking at doing the – building the ultimate confidence course for women Uh – Oh my God I remember sitting us, us sitting here for like a month going yeah. holy we didn't know moly, where to start. where do we start <laughs> <I know. laughs> like we just kept doing flip chart paper of in the oh, this paper everywhere. The flip chart paper started to get overwhelming because it was just like <laughs> we just lost our way but what yeah. we had to like we just knew we had to like to turn the idea into a course we had to break that down into and, yeah. and stop looking at it as the big course that it was and the big project. That yeah, it was exactly, and we just wrote we we mapped it out, and then we just would take one sheet of paper and write one video, and just and then we had that. Remember, we had that that sort of checklist on yes. on the whiteboard, and all of a sudden we, we just started checklists. ticking off, and then we ticked off one one video, and then we ticked off two videos, and then we ticked yep. off three, and sure enough, you know, out of the twenty four videos that were the main part of the course, we eventually got there. We eventually got there, but it had to be one video at a yeah. time because otherwise you just It was just going to be too too much. It was too much. It was
1: too much. And look, I I do the same thing just in my daily life. There are some days where I just wake up and I go, oh, my God, Mm. I have a thousand things to do today. And just the thought of getting everything done completely demotivates me. And I just don't even know where to start. Um, And if if anyone knows me, I am a pen and paper kind of girl, (laughs) which I have now converted. I've gone up in the world. Whiteboard. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's not even an interactive one. It's just literally a whiteboard on my desk (laughs) with a texter. Um, But I will write a list. I always have lists. I have lists for my lists. Mm. Like I will create a list of everything I need to do in the house and then I'll have a list for work and I'll have a list for all different things and then I prioritize my lists. Um, but it just, that's the only way I can get things done. If I have 20 things to do in the house, like literally washing, clean the kitchen, make the beds, mop, Mm -hmm, vacuum, mm -hmm. you know, check emails, whatever. I will literally write them down because every time I do one and I can cross it off, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. It builds my motivation because every time you cross something off a list, it's a win. Yeah. Right. It's an achievement. Yeah. And if I've got 30 things to do that day as I'm crossing off and I've got 10 done, I'm like, I'm a third of the way through my stuff. Yeah. And each, I just take one step at a time. I try not to get distracted, mm. you know, start one job and leave it in the middle and go to another. Uh, but that's that's what makes a difference for yeah. me. Um, and there's something around accepting that, I think, and just creating that space and going, right, today I'm going to take it one step at a time. I'm going to keep my mindset in a positive place. Uh, my goal today is to get everything on this list done. And I know that I have to stay positive. I have to stay proactive. I'll play music. Really yep. loud music all day and just go, well, if I've got to do this stuff, I don't want to mop. But if yep. I have to mop, I'll put music on. I'll turn yeah, it yeah. into a party, right? Yeah. So, I create <laughs> a happy environment. This is like my um, – for people who know me, um, I will only iron with a glass of wine. Yes. I hate ironing. Yeah. If I have to do it, <laughs> there is going to be wine next to me because then it's all right. If I'm drinking and ironing at the same time, it's okay that yeah, way, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not as Absolutely. terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's important to me because I don't want to do these things. I've got better things to be doing. I could be lunching with friends. I yeah. could be recording podcasts. There's a thousand things I'd rather be doing. But it is about creating a, a, a happy and positive environment to get stuff done. Yeah. Um, which, funnily enough, leads us to our third point, which yes. is to constantly surround yourself with positive reinforcement. This is so important Um do what it takes to create that mindset where you're always in that kind of forward-moving state and you've always got that momentum. You know, listen to the right podcasts that inspire you. Like ours? You. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, if,
0: if they're hearing that, then they are. <laughs>
1: so, oh, yeah. yeah. So you've yeah. already done it. You're already on track, right? Um, <laughs> listen to podcasts that give you tips and inspire you and are practical and, and read the right books and, yeah. you know, the right kind of music. Use uplifting music. It does something to you to, yeah. to listen to the right music. You know, listening to oh my God, I'm going to die depressing music all day. That's not going to help put you in the right state of mind. Um, if physical is your thing, walk the dog, get outside, You know, sit in the sun for five minutes, get in touch with nature, exercise, whatever it takes to just create that environment um, just to give yourself the best chance of success, I guess. And the flip side to this is you need to remove anything that doesn't give you the best chance of success yeah. from your environment. Right? There are so many ways to do this, but... You need to get all that negativity and toxicity out, like unsubscribe from all that crap that you're seeing in your social media posts, things that are not helping you be productive and positive and, and, you know, giving you momentum and motivation. Stay away from toxic people, please. Yes. I cannot stress this enough. I know some people, you know, if they're people at work or family members that you cannot stay away from, you need to implement other techniques to kind of manage their time with you. But if you find yourself being surrounded by people who are always... Bringing you down, you need to really keep them at arm's length if you want to achieve your goals, right? Yeah.
0: Well, this is it. It's it's all about achieving, yeah, the life and, or achieving the goals or the or the dreams or whatever you know, whatever you achieving and creating the yes. life that you want to live because it right. doesn't just
1: turn up. No, no, you have to it's make very it unlikely happen. that You've it just got to turns be intentional. About you have to be it. intentional.
0: So the yeah. the but a lot of people sort of try to do these things. I think with you know being surrounded by maybe toxic people or not even toxic but just unmotivated people who aren't as we always talk about that are, you know they're not on the court of life they're not they're not playing the same game as us mm. in so you've got to get around the people that are looking forward and achieving their goals cuz that's yeah. what draw, draws you into the possibility that you can achieve that and you learn tips about how they do it and those yeah. those sorts of things and
1: pulls they look you like forward. so many different types of people right yeah. it's not always if you want career success. You don't only have to look to people who are making positive moves in their career. It's about finding people who not only are positive and motivated in their own life, but who also support you, right?
0: Absolutely. So
1: they may not have the same goals and dreams as you do, but they're not also pulling you back.
0: No, and if it's it's important that we're like I always focus on look, I'm in charge of my own positivity yeah. and motivation. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm in charge. Yeah. I have to make this work. It's not it's not for someone else to motivate me. It's not for you know, I it's it's up to me. So yeah. I have to build the system, I have to build what I need and be intentional about doing this for myself so that I can have the life that I want
1: yeah no one else can do it for you nobody else can put everything in place people and resources and and things around you to support you but at the end of the day the decision has to be yours absolutely you need
0: to make the conscious effort and to make sure that you are set up for success every single time you just can't keep you know doing the things that you know don't work and expect a different outcome and Mm. you know which which this leads me to our fourth technique is that you need to create a new support system around you yeah, you, to stay motivated on track towards your goals. Like you need a new system. Don't keep trying to do things that consistently don't work for you, right? It just – it doesn't – it's just things are unlikely to yeah. be different. Isn't
1: that the definition of insanity? Yeah, I think, I think there's something you around You keep doing yeah, the yeah, same things over and, and over, expecting a different, different outcome. Yeah. It doesn't happen.
0: But so, and myself included, so many times I fall into that because I think, oh, now I'll be more focused. Now I'll be more motivated. Uh, No, (laughs) it needs something new. It needs a new system, a new structure, new rules or some sort of new thinking around it. So for example, I've recently joined the gym again (laughs) (laughs) because my chiropractor said, "Mm -hmm, you need to join the gym again. Need to sort out my strength, (laughs) fix my back. All those things, right? Now, yes, I have joined the gym before on numerous occasions, and before it has not worked out for me, right? I get bored, I let my brain take over with negative thinking, I talk myself out of getting fit, and I end up quitting. That right. is the usual system. I that think that's we run. a
1: recurring theme for so many people, it right? D- it
0: is, right? Yeah. So, is there any point? So I have to, I had to go, I have to go and join the gym. I have to sort out my back, and you know, yeah, whatever. I have to build my strength. Is there any point to joining again if I do not have a new system built around this to support a new outcome? Probably not. No, there's absolutely, I'm going to waste my time, waste my money, waste everything because the probability was, is that the same boredom and the same negative thinking is going to happen, right? Right. Look, I'm paying, okay, I'm paying for a gym membership, but it creates a very tiny little bit, bit of accountability, but not much, right? Not enough to hurt. Not enough to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's that money thing again, right? <laughs> not enough to hurt. So I had to create a new support system for this process. All right. So, what does that look like? So, I committed to doing personal training sessions once a week. Now, that helps with my accountability because I commit to being there for my session at that time each week. Yep. And plus, I'm paying more. So, I've invested in reaching my goal. I'm, right. uh, there's, I've upped the stakes at the money yep. level. So,
1: I'm more invested in and, and reaching it's real. that goal, it makes it into your calendar and into your diary. Absolutely, because I have paid this day, a lot this more. Time. Yeah. yeah,
0: I've paid a lot full for it. Yeah, I also scheduled into my diary the yeah. two sessions a week that I have committed. So similar to like how I, what I know worked for when I went to Weight Watchers. Yeah, I committed that I was going to stay on those, stay turning up each week until I got my badge. Well, this time, so what I usually do is. I say, oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, I've joined a gym. I'm gonna go five times a week and smash it out. (laughs) Does that happen? Happens for the first week. Usually I'm too sore to stand, you know, all those things that we all do. I can't commit to five days a week. Can't commit to that. So I've made it, like we just said, like you share, smaller, achievable goal. I can do two weekly sessions in my diary. If I get if I do three, great. Yeah. I have to do two.
1: But That's you don't the feel rule. like you failed if you don't do no, 5 I have because to, your goal is correct two. Right.
0: there's no point doing 5 because i hurt myself end up quitting the same thing again new system right so i've resched. if i have to reschedule one of those sessions that's fine because life is busy and kids things come up and all sorts of stuff, but I must, I've committed to myself, I have to schedule in that session on another day in the week. Fair so enough. there must be, there's rule. The rule is there must be two sessions. And now I've just told everyone globally, <laughs> I will tell you. That every Check time, in on her. So everyone. I've got accountability to global thing. You may, you may message DM me and say, did you go to the gym twice this week?
1: Right. And, and out of seven days that is achievable. Right. It's achievable. It's not overwhelming. Right. I'll let you know
0: how I go. Okay, however. But for the boredom thing, right? Right. So I couldn't work out how to deal with the boredom thing because I yeah. get very bored at the gym, got to say.
1: You're probably thinking there's a million other things you could be doing, right? Oh,
0: look, you know, 10 or 15 minutes into that elliptical machine, I'm bored out of – like I've got my music playing but I'm bored. So yeah. I had a friend tell me that the deal that she – the system she's created, right, and she's been doing – I think she's been going to the gym now for a couple of years so it worked for her and yeah. I've tried it and I'm pretty happy to say I'm pretty – impressed with this new system. Okay. So she made a deal with herself that she is only allowed to watch her Netflix shows when she's at the gym. Right? Right. So there's so I've got a list of shows that I want to watch on Netflix which my husband is not interested in and my kids are not interested in. Right. And I'm never I'm not getting to them because life is too busy and I don't want to, you know, watch a lot of Netflix. Fair enough. So I really loved this idea. So I tried it last week and I loved it. I, so by the time I finished, so I got on the elliptical machine, by the time I'd finished my 36 minute episode, I'd finished 36 minutes on the elliptical machine and the time went so fast and I really think this is a new system that will work for me. So after we record this podcast today, this afternoon, I am going to the gym, which is in my diary. And you get to watch an episode. I am actually looking forward to watching the next episode of this
1: and you know what you can do to build an extra level of accountability in there? Tell your family, do not let me watch Netflix unless I'm oh, at they, the gym.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't have time. I just really don't. Well, usually because everyone else is on the Netflix. <laughs> right. So even
1: Netflix. if you try to put your show no, on, they I should could. be allowed to take the remote off and switch it off and go. You're not at the gym, so no, that's it doesn't right. count. Right.
0: That's right. But I, but I, this really worked for me. So it's yeah. fo- anyway. The point is, I needed to find a new system yes. to support. This process of and the other the other deal I've made with myself is this is going to be I'm going to do three months and then I'm going to reassess right right so so I'm not like I'm committing for the gym for the rest of my life this is how no 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 because too that, big that's too big yeah I'm doing three months at a time and actually another what I want to share is I had a client who did who was doing the same thing we and we worked out that her system because she wanted to get fit and she was changing. And it wasn't working, right? Right. The system she had, she'd commit to doing some sort of training or whatever and she'd get bored, all these different things. So we created a system for her that she knew herself as someone who changes her fitness activity every three months. Right. So she was getting bored and giving up. So instead of forcing herself to stay with the same exercise, hating every minute of it, we decided that her system, her new system, yeah, her new system is that she changes every three months. So you know she does outdoor training and she commits to
1: that for okay. three months because it's a it's a small goal. Three yeah. months isn't that scary. And she does
0: that. It, she does it for summer because no one yeah. wants to be doing outdoor training in the middle of winter, oh, no. right? But anyway, so then she does. So then she chooses maybe a dance class, and then okay. she swaps to do maybe a team sport or she signs up for touch football or something. Yeah, and then she changes it and does some swimming. So. Each three months, she is on the lookout for a new fitness program or activity to do.
1: And she doesn't give herself a chance to get bored of any of them. No, because the
0: system works for her because it keeps her interested and it's shorter term outlook, which keeps her motivated. Because she knows even if at the end of the touch football thing, she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't really want to go. She knows she's only got two sessions left or so before she's changing again. Right. So it's a system it, with that particular client and that's mm-hmm. what I've built into this gym system. It's a system that works, right? Yeah. So there can be lots of other systems and I've done – we've built lots of other systems in to help uh, help clients, et cetera, move forward. Yeah. Cutting up your credit card is a great support system. I if you know. Need to I've stop, done it. <laughs> stop spending. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a system because you've changed.
1: Yeah. You've changed the process. Yeah. If, if you've got that credit card to tap every time you're making a purchase, yeah. It's you, really hard to change that process yes. until the credit card isn't there anymore. You've disrupted that process. Yeah. And you've created a new system.
0: Yep. Now, I had another client who would, she would book a day at a shared office space. And this was the day that she'd devote to her sales calls for her okay. business, right? Because she was. Paying for the office, she felt more obligated to herself to be productive, right? So, again, okay. it's that money thing that came the in. The cost, yeah. But she also knew that being in that space made her feel sort of – she made, she sort of felt more like a business. Yeah. And she was more productive because she sort of got up, got dressed, went to this office space. You know, there was energy around. There was business people there doing business,
1: so she wanted to do business too. It's that's that mindset right. change. Yeah? right?
0: But even just that one day a week that she devoted, she'd know that on a Tuesday, I think it was, that she yeah. was booked in. And then so then throughout the week, she wasn't like, oh, I've got to do those sales calls and hating it. She was like, no, that's happening on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and there's something about being in that environment, right? It's like going to the gym. You're more likely to get motivated while you're at the gym, seeing other people doing gym stuff around you yeah. than you are <laughs> to go, I'm going to do 100 star jumps at home. Yeah. No one can no see one. it. Nobody no, cares. no. no. Yep.
0: And I find the same. If I have to prepare for a presentation, as you know, yep. I take myself off to the local coffee shop and I make myself sit there. The rule is until yep. it's, I sit there until it's completed. Now, I turn off my phone. I turn off. There's no Wi-Fi on my computer. I take away any distractions out of my home office, which there's plenty that can happen. Yeah. And I... I go and get my coffee and I allocate that time to just focus and get it done. And even that change of scenery helps me focus. So, you know, that when I'm preparing for presentations, uh, that is the system that I know works for me. I have to build that system Disrupt in. Disrupt
1: the day to day process. Absolutely. Create a different, yeah. But environment to create, to, to
0: achieve these goals, you know, what support system do you need to put into place? To keep yourself motivated and focused, yeah. what—that's the question you need to ask. As yeah, these trips, uh, trips, tips to keep yourself focused on achieving the things that you want to achieve in your life. Yeah, right? totally.
1: And it can show up in so many different ways. It's not the same for everybody. No. Um, you know, like we've said, losing motivation and focus isn't really the problem because it does happen to all of us, and it happens all of the time. Yeah. Uh, But you need to be ready for it and you need to have a plan in place and techniques that you can call on to help you with that to manage these times so that you don't give up on your goals because we know that that's the last thing you want to be doing, right? You've created these goals for a reason. You want to achieve something. You don't just make up goals for the sake of it. You know, you're ready for a change or you do want something more or you've dreamed up an end goal that is really, really important to you and you know deep down that you really want to get there. Yeah. So you need to make it happen and and it's these types of techniques and creating these new systems and making yourself accountable and you know setting up your environment for success. It's these things that will help you get there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So we hope that some of those tips that we use and we've used I've used with clients can really, you know, I hope you've taken something today that you can build into your life to help you stay motivated or even when you go, right, I'm I'm gonna start that achieving that goal. Yeah. Work out, you know, create the plan of what you're gonna do to stay motivated, you know, to stay accountable, to stay what the support system you need around you and what positive influences in your life are you going to use to keep yourself on track yeah be and prepared you know we'd love to hear so please you know message us or there's plenty of ways you can contact us nowadays so email us or we'd love to hear and be able to share some stories about what you took out of this podcast episode and what you're going to implement into your life
1: yeah we want to know how people are applying these techniques do to, to, to their know. real life yeah because everyone's example is different but if you can hear people achieving from the techniques then there are ways that you can implement it in your own life absolutely yeah
0: and we really just want to say to thank you to everyone for listening today and please remember to subscribe to this podcast please leave us a rating and a review it makes such a big difference to getting our message out to the women in the world that we want to reach and get us closer to making confidence every woman's new normal or you can head over to risewomen.com and look up all the resources and programs we have that can help you build your confidence And until next time, remember, with confidence, anything is possible. So bye for now. Bye.